Hello and welcome to a brand new episode of What Are You Talking About? I am so excited to be joined this week by Emily DeRoy. She took third in the Torian Pro last year and headed out for her rookie season at the CrossFit Games in Madison. This year, she is going team with some Aussie legends, Carl Porter, James Newbury and Cara Saunders. We got to hear all about how Team Mayhem Thunder came to be and their plans for the 2024 season. As always, don't forget to like, rate and subscribe to be the first to hear all about our new episodes and content. Enjoy. Emily, thank you so much for joining me. How are you doing? I'm good. Thank you. Yourself? Yep. Really, really well. Thank you. It's like we were just chatting. We finally made it with time zones. (laughs) It's the most confusing I thing. I figured it out. It only took us two weeks. Yeah, but we are here. Like, how do you find that? I suppose, actually, as an Australian athlete, I feel like you guys are almost in, like, the worst position sometimes when it comes to, like, announcements and, like, releases of workouts and things. Like, how do you find it yeah. there when everything's oh. happening? Everything's always released at, like, midnight or something silly like that. Um, so we either miss it or we're not there early enough and things like that. And we also, my programming is sometimes not submitted in time. <laughs> if if they're trying to fix some stuff because they're like, Oh, we still got another day, mm-hmm. you know? And then I'm halfway through it and they've changed a bunch of stuff. I'm like, ah, well. There you go. <laughs> I'm, yeah. I'm so, school. Back yeah. to being 16 hours ahead of everyone else. Yeah. I, was, everyone I think it must've been the, the 2020 games when everyone had to do the workouts at the same time and like these poor yeah. people in Australia and New Zealand were doing them at like two o'clock in the morning. <laughs> yeah, I remember watching um, Cara Saunders doing hers in the clock crack of dawn and yeah, I couldn't think of anything worse. <laughs> well, hopefully none of that anytime soon. <laughs> um, hopefully. Fingers crossed, yes. Uh, but we will talk about like, I want to, there's so much going on at the moment, but I love to start at the beginning with everyone because you've had your rookie season this year at the games, but you've obviously been competing for a while. Like going back, where did you first find CrossFit? Like how did you discover the sport? Um, so I used to be a swimmer. I was a swimmer from like the ages of like seven to 17. So about 10 years there. Um, and I did that quite competitive, uh, competitively. And the pool that I swam at, had a like just a little CrossFit box kind of attached to the back of it um and I got to the point in swimming where I just kind of hated following that black line up and down and up and down I saw the uh CrossFit gym at the back I was like you know what that looks kind of fun they're throwing some heavy weights around they're doing all these fancy gymnastics things and I thought I'd try and give it a go um and yeah I kind of started that in 2018 and never looked back yeah. I love what you say about following a black line because I I find swimming really interesting to watch but yeah. actually doing it it must get so monotonous like every day oh it does thing it really does like I was doing at one point like two sessions a day about 5k's per session and it was just not nice like some of it would be ocean swimming so it would be changed up a little bit but it definitely got tiring like especially when I was in school like trying to do the big sessions back to back morning and afternoon while trying to still learn um it all definitely did become a lot but yeah got through it and now we're in a different kind of kind of sport yeah and I suppose it trains you right because having that that you've got to be so mentally 
on it to be able to as you say like swim that far and that hard every day like twice a day how much does that kind of did it move across with you to like the motivation you need to train for CrossFit um I think it's definitely given me like a little bit of mental strength like because I did do it for so long and like especially on days where I really didn't want to swim um it definitely built up like my mental strength and my mental capacity and things like that with that kind of stuff um it definitely got to the point where I just absolutely hated it and getting to the pool was just the worst thing in the world hence why I quit that part but with CrossFit like there's so much more to it um like it's a lot more like there's a lot more variables there's so many different movements and stuff so it still keeps it exciting no matter what day you rock up it's not just the same thing falling black line up and down um but I still think yeah it's definitely kind of helped me with that mental mental strength keeping going when I don't want to did you have any experience like obviously you have to do other kind of training alongside swimming I assume but did you have much experience like weightlifting or gymnastics anything like did you go in as a pure beginner I did start to do a little bit of weightlifting, never snatches, only like cleans, um, cleans. I think we did like back squats, front squats, deadlifts, like your basic stuff. I think cleans was the most of it. Um, so I guess going into CrossFit, that's the only thing I'd really practiced. Um, didn't really do much gymnastics. I had to learn kipping. I had to learn um, like how to hold a handstand and things like that properly, which came pretty quickly. I think like my family's all quite, quite athletic. So like it came relatively quickly, but starting up I was definitely pretty fresh yeah. I always say that I want to see a CrossFit Games with where there's no one that's ever done gymnastics like they've they've started CrossFit as a beginner <laughs> because oh, I've so I, many injuries when I started this podcast and I was like speaking to people about how they got into CrossFit they're like oh I'm an ex-gymnast so I was like right there we go another ex-gymnast but I love there's you, a lot of those yeah but if you didn't have that in you like how hard was it because it, it's also it's not just basic gymnastics like particularly nowadays you're going in and you're doing crazy stuff like pullovers and all this how it's starting to become more of that gym, like actual gymnastics yeah. yeah like how do you as an I always think like as an adult it's such a weird thing to put yourself into these positions to learn something new like how how easy or hard did you find it when you started like adjusting to all these new movements and things Oh, I definitely had to build up a lot of strength. Like I thought I was going to have a lot of lap strength from swimming, but it like kind of crossed over, but I could barely do a strict pull up. So I had to build that up first before going into my kipping stuff. And then just the timing of kipping was shocking. I'd be swinging all over the shop. So that took a while to figure out. And then trying to learn butterfly on top of that, I, was, I looked like a bloody newborn giraffe coming and trying to walk for the first time. So... <laughs> it's definitely interesting but it was a good challenge which I like that absolutely and at what point did you think mm, I'm pretty good at this I could compete like moving in obviously I assume you have that competitive nature in you especially from being a swimmer for so long but at what point in your CrossFit journey were you like oh okay this could go like one step further um yeah so I definitely was very competitive like throughout my swimming years which helps some ways helps doesn't help other ways but um when I kind of dabbled in it I guess for the first three years or so um just like practicing skills things like that I think it was 2021 
I decided to, or like the end of 2020 going into the 2021 season was kind of when I really wanted to give it a proper crack. Um, so I did like the quarterfinals for the first time then. I think I came 56 then. I was like, oh, it was one workout that kind of held me back there. I was like, oh, I think I might have a chance if I work on my weaknesses, um, things like that. So I spent that whole year working on things that I wasn't very good at, on ability, things like that. And then when the 2022 season came around, that's when um, it really started to, show that I was starting to build up my competitive career I guess because that's when the first time I made uh, semis yeah I always get so jealous whenever I speak to someone that's been to Torian because it just looks like the most fun event and one day (laughs) but at that point where did you have a goal to go to the games in 22 or were you just kind of seeing where you were at I had zero expectations or goals really because so I have very rarely competed individually um excuse me the um games was like my third big individual comp I'd done like a couple local ones so it's wild to me really saying that out loud but yeah like the 2022 Torian I was just there to just to have a crack. I was like, this is like my first big indie comp. This is awesome. I'm just going to get out there and have fun. And I think that mentality worked really well for me because I ended up seventh. I I went into it at 24th after the quarters and I came out seventh. So I think just going in, having zero expectations on myself, being in the second last, uh, in the second heat, sorry, out of the four. So I was like pretty early on. Um, Yeah, having like no expectations, just kind of, it's like, oh, wow, seventh. And then it kind of, the goals or like the um, games being in sight a little bit more. I was like, okay, this could actually become real. Yeah. And it's so interesting with uh, like the Oceana semifinals because seventh in like North America would have got you to the games, possibly. I could be wrong yeah. on the, on the, on no, the no, you're right. Yeah, that's right. But something like that. So that's so interesting. Did you literally come out of Torian and be like, oh, okay hang on, what can I do here? Like, what was coming out of it? Did you instantly kind of think, okay, let's reset for next year. This is what I want to do. This is what I want to achieve. Kind of, yeah. I think we had like a little chill out period after that, but then like I had a few niggles that I had to sort out. So I did a lot of rehab and things like that. And then when we started to get back into things again, me and my coach, uh, Daniel Schicklin, we just had to sit down We're like, okay, the goal this year, you came seventh this year without even really not trying, but like without even really thinking about it, games is the goal this year, like all this next season. Um, so we yeah sat down, we'd have a meeting every week going over things that we'd try to work on and things like that. And then, yeah, worked out well. It did. It did indeed. And it's 2023, particularly I think Oceana region, there was a lot of change. Obviously, Tia wasn't there, which was a massive thing because everyone knows that there's like this extra spot. But going in... Do you find it quite hard that there's only three spots in your region because it's like you've got a podium or that's it? How how do you find that pressure of the you know this that's this isn't a word but like the lack well the lack of spots I suppose. Yeah, well, I think it's becoming pretty rough on a lot of us because there's so many up and coming girls. Like last year was not like a for sure thing at all any time during that weekend. Uh, with there's so many people like kind of around that same level now so it's just making it harder and harder and harder so I guess yeah it's pretty it's pretty 
shit having not many spots at all. Um, but I guess it all just depends on the whole like worldwide ranking thing, um, which is a pain in the bum. But hopefully we can get a couple extra spots this year for those girls. It'll be awesome to see. Yeah, and it's it's gonna change this year for you, but we'll we'll come to that. We'll come to, we'll come to that. Twenty twenty three Torian, and it's interesting you say this as well because watching it, no one knew. Like up until no. that final, like, I was winning it like halfway through it, and then I dropped a third. Like you just you never know how it's gonna play out. It's it was so crazy this year, and I think normally. And again, maybe this is because of the lack of spots. Normally with a semi-final, you can kind of guarantee, or you're by day two, you're kind of like, oh, this person's pretty much guaranteed, or this person. Yeah. But with Torian, it was literally like no one had any idea. So how yeah. like how was that weekend in general for you? Like as you'd had a bit of experience with the 22 season, goals have changed a little bit this year. Like going into the weekend, what was it like for you? Definitely very different. Um there was like I was just a lot more pressure was put on myself by myself um just because I think like I'd started to make a little bit of a name for myself within the Australian community or the Oceania community so there was definitely a little bit more pressure on myself so it was a bit more stressful than it was the year before um but for the most part the whole weekend went very well which is not very common to have a completely great weekend um but my coach like helped me kind of keep me keep me um grounded and yeah kind of just helped me relax a little bit control my emotions because there was a lot a lot going on in my head especially come the last day so it was yeah definitely very stressful but we got through it and yeah he definitely helped me heaps through there because otherwise I would probably lost my mind do you I love asking this question do you look at the leaderboard? Do you know where you're at? I do look at the leaderboard. Um, I like to re-watch my, like, events as well. So from there, I kind of see what I placed and all that. And then um, I do like to just look at the leaderboard, see see the wiggle room that I've got. Like, although you don't really want to think about it like that. Like, oh, if I come this place, I'll still be able to be in the top three, things like that. You should just be able to go out there and do your best no matter what. Um, but yeah, I do look at the leaderboard and I do kind of look at that a little bit, which I probably need to settle down on and just focus on myself a little bit more. But you know, you just can't help it sometimes. No, it's I because I probably would look, not that I'm ever gonna be like a competitive athlete, but I especially when you know who you've got to beat, or if you beat this person, you're gonna qualify, etc. Do you then go yeah. out and like know where everyone else is? Kind of. I look at the people around myself. Like when we went into the last event at Torian on the Sunday, I was in, was I in second place? And I think I had my eyes on Caitlin Van Ziel, who was in fourth place. So like if I just absolutely shut the bed, I would just have to stay within like an arm's reach of her or something like that. Um, so I do look at that just to see kind of how far I can fuck up if I have to. It's a good way to be. I like that. I don't think anyone's ever used that expression on this podcast before. So I'm Sorry. No, I'm, I love it. Because it's the sort of thing a Brit would say as well. So. Yeah. It's the same same vibe. Uh, and then hearing your name, I one of my favourite things about the whole CrossFit game season is watching 
semis or regionals, whatever it is at the time, and watching people get announced to go to the games, particularly when it's their first year, or maybe they've like been out for a few years, etc. How was that whole moment for you of like, you'd made it, you'd, it was actually, you know, because you can see it on a leaderboard, but I suppose until until someone actually says it, it's not You're true. Not sure, yeah. Yeah, I've got goosebumps thinking about it because it was surreal, like, that moment. Like, I finished last workout, I was, like, 95% sure that I still had that spot, but it's never confirmed till they say that you name out loud. And then as soon as I did, it was just emotions everywhere. Um, I don't think I've cried in front of that many people. But, yeah, like, something like that, I don't think I'll ever get back, like, that kind of feeling. Just reaching a goal that you've had. Not, I wouldn't even say for that long, but just reaching like a major goal like that is, yeah, it's a feeling you can't really describe. Do you think like being with Torian, as I say, you know, we've spoken about only them podium spots go to the games. Do you think the fact that it is that and you came third and you didn't just qualify was also like a bit of a cherry on top of the cake? It was definitely cool standing on top of the podium, uh, not on top well <laughs> on the podium just on the podium it was still very cool being up there like I wasn't just beside the podium or um anything like that it definitely made it a little bit extra sweet like you're on the podium you want a little bit of cash and then you also got that game spot so it was, yeah it's just a it was really good and then how does it like how does your mentality flip because you're on such a high I can imagine after Torian at what point do you go oh I've got to work really hard now for the next, like, however many weeks. I've got to go fly across the world, all these new things. Like, how does everything kind of change and fall into place after that, like, massive high of being like, oh, I'm a games athlete now? It was definitely a change. Like, I was on that high for a while. Um, like, we went to the after party on the Sunday night. We were absolute menaces. Like, let's go. Like, banging tables and stuff. And then, like, the week following, I think, like, I was on such a high, kind of hit a little bit of a low, and I was, like, freaking out a little bit. Um, and then realising how much training I had to do. So that's when we got in, in contact with um, Mayhem Athlete, and they kind of did a lot of my programming going into the games, which was super helpful because um, they just gave me a little bit of guidance. But, yeah, there were a lot of emotions, like a bit of imposter syndrome, like, oh, I can't believe I'm going. Like, I'm not good enough to be there. Like, lots of different thoughts were going there, but the whole journey in itself was really good because I got to see how much I could push myself in training with others when I got to America as well um, before we went to Madison. Um, yeah, it was just, there was a lot going on, but it was just really good. And I was very thankful for the whole experience. I am intrigued that you said imposter syndrome because did you experience that at Torian or was it just kind of going to the games as well? Because just touring and watching it feels very like everyone knows each other and gets along and it's a real kind of fun friendly vibe and then you go to the games and it's like so many more people from all around the world you probably don't know any know that many people did that kick in at Torian or just kind of going into the games just going into the games really like I'm still I'm very comfortable like with my own crowd and like the Aussies and everything like that so that was that's really never been an issue whenever I compete with them um but yeah like going into the games you just like have those like those little thoughts just come about um subconsciously sometimes um but yeah you just think like oh my god like these guys are so good why why am I here 
just little things like that just because I was so new to it and like it was my first time there but kind of got over that eventually um and yeah it's just it was a different feeling but it it kind of just taught me some things taught me how to deal with my emotions stuff like that and you correct me if I'm wrong here but you mainly train on your own right so then going to mayhem and being around people that are games athletes or have been there before and literally like goats of the sport <laughs> how was that for you like walking into that environment for the first time that was eye-opening and like pretty pretty surreal like I do do a lot of my stuff by myself um I'm sometimes able to like rope other people into it who absolutely hate me for it um but I do manage to do that sometimes so it's always nice but having like a couple of weeks over there at Mayhem uh CrossFit Mayhem training with people so I train with uh Paige Powers Bailey Rail and Victoria Campos a lot of the time over there they were, those girls were super welcoming and it was just nice to have some consistent training with the same people over a couple of weeks just so I can get a feel for where I'm at as well being like comparing myself to other games athletes um because I'd never been able to do that and yeah that was quite eye-opening I was like holy these girls are fit um and yeah realizing like how hot they went out in workouts and yeah it was it was eye-opening but it was a great learning experience being with those girls do you think it really helped prepare you going into the weekend at Madison? Yeah, yeah, it was very helpful. Just kind of having a bit of guidance from the coaches over there as well, like Jake Lockhart and there were a few others there that um, helped you like think about the workouts, whatever workouts had been released already for the games. They like talked you through those, some new movements that I haven't done. They taught me how to do those as well. Um, so it definitely gave me a bit more confidence. Mm -hmm. And then going into the games, which is crazy that we're like days, weeks off the 2024 season, because it almost looks like the game was like yesterday. Literally. How was that experience? Like walking in for the first time, everyone always talks about like check-in being really crazy and like, how what, what's going on? How am I here? Like, how was that whole weekend for you? It was, I'm going to keep saying this word, but like surreal, like walking into the check-in area seeing my little banner on top of my locker um, I was like oh it's getting real this is pretty crazy like I got my whole uniform tried everything on and yeah it was that was really cool and then we did like all of our little athlete uh like dinner or like a lunch thing um got to meet a few people Dave Castro like that was pretty cool and then yeah like the first time going into the Coliseum the North Park like all those just like little firsts were just yeah really cool I don't think I'll get like those feelings back I just I love the whole weekend it didn't all go to plan but I love the whole weekend it was awesome how glad are you got to experience Madison are you stuck at a plateau and without a recent PB Mergs has you covered bringing you the highest performance CrossFit and weightlifting equipment on the market Mergs is your secret weapon to set a new best whether that's knee sleeves grips or tape Mergs has everything you need to stay protected and performing. Head over to mergs.com now and save 15% on all orders with the code WAD15. Very happy. I, there's obviously like a lot of history there. It's like started in Carson, has been in Madison for ages now. Um, so I was, yeah, I was very happy to be able to get one, one little uh, comp in there. So yeah, it was cool. And you said like you were looking at the leaderboards at Torian. With the games, there were obviously cuts. 
do you were you looking at that were you aware of it going into like all the events I was aware of it I wasn't really focusing on the lean board so much there like I had my little back issue going on there so I think my main focus was just get through each workout as I could so yeah that was that was really what I was focusing on I was like oh after the first day I was like oh I'm not really near the cut let's just do what I can over the next day and then the weekend's mine and I can just hang out chill out and watch and enjoy yeah this is a fun thing that uh, tickets are expensive it's if you get to go and watch exactly <laughs> but you had such a like it looked like such a fun weekend the workouts that were pre-cut I actually think was you know the lift and things probably a shame to miss but the ones that you got to do how fun was all that experience and being as you say like competing against people that you've probably watched for years or you know you're in awe of like how is that whole experience going into the games um yeah like I'd be on the start line just look left and right and like there are some very fit people around me right now like uh who was it I think Emily Rolfe was just a couple lanes down from me um who else was out there there were I can't even remember now but I just remember like looking down like oh my god oh Danielle Brandon was in one of my heats I think on the first day which yeah I was just looking left and right I'm like I am next to some of the fittest people in the world which I just in like the back of my mind I was like I never thought I could be here and it's yeah that was really really cool being amongst those guys and the workouts just in themselves even though like I said before like some did not go to plan at all um like looking back it was just yeah an epic experience and it was just so much fun which workout did you enjoy the most I'd say my last one the Helena one with the running bar muscle ups and the dumbbell snatches that one and also which one did I really like the inverted medley as well those two actually I could say a lot of them like the skinny bag one as well was also really fun I think those ones just all went well for me so I was pretty happy with them and the fun movements as well and then in a bittersweet question which workout are you gutted you didn't get to do I really like uh traverses so I was pretty sad I didn't get I think that was the second last workout with the sled pull love a sled pull love a traverse do hate heavy double unders but they were just there I really did want to do that workout that one looked really fun there's always something right in, in a workout you're like oh this looks great but but there's that movement it never it's never gonna work out for you but overall like for a rookie season such a great like fun weekend coming off of the weekend how like were you pleased with your performance were you like was it bittersweet how did you feel when you kind of got home and like were able to like put it all into perspective um, I'd say I was pretty disappointed because I wasn't able to compete at my like fullest potential just because like I was nursing my back injury. I was being super cautious of that. Um, so I didn't want to like go too hard on something, go too fast on something, bottom out on a squat, things like that. Cause I was just scared. So I was a little bit disappointed that I couldn't yeah, perform at my full potential. But other than that, I was still very proud of my efforts, like considering that, um, so to be able to come out of pretty much all the events, mostly unscathed, some of them were a little bit ouchy, but um, mostly unscathed, I was, yeah, just proud of my efforts, um, but a little bit disappointed 
but there's just something that I couldn't really help so I just had to do what I did and yeah and still such an incredible achievement like making yeah. it so so cool and then it's crazy that we are like talking about 2024 or like I can't believe it's 2024 I'm baffled uh you started the same month. I know crazy you started this year like you have had quite a bit of an off season I know you did down under and like lots of different things and what a palooza has happened how fun has it been like coming back well you went back over to the states doing what a palooza kicking off the year and kind of the season like that how's the last like few like I say the last three to six months been for you it's definitely been up and down like with a lot of things like decisions having to be made um trying to figure out if I wanted to do some comps or not things like that um but yeah like going into down under that was a really fun comp to do like home soil I haven't done that one individually so I was just getting a bit of experience there um and then same with waterpalooza like just trying to get more experience under my belt as an individual um, was just kind of the goal there. And it was just, yeah, pretty cool to experience Waterpalooza um, in itself. But, yeah, the goal over the off-season was just gain a bit more experience, work on some weaknesses um, and, yeah, just build up build up those kinds of things. Mm-hmm. And you've got a very, very exciting 2024. It's been announced you are officially going team. Yes. Very, very cool teammates. Cara Saunders, Cam Porter, James Newbury. How did that all come about? So I was asked a fair few months ago, I think maybe like three, three, maybe even four months ago, if I like Cara was looking for um a team. And originally I was like, no, I'm an individual athlete. I want to go individual again this year. That's why I'm doing these individual comps, get more experience so I can become better. So I said no, and then I got to America literally the first day. Um, one of the coaches came up to me and was like, we're going to ask you again, do you want to go team? We've got Cara Saunders, James Newbury, Carn Porter. I'm like, oh, no, okay. i got got some thinking to do here. So I messaged my coach. I was like, hey, they've asked me again about team. They've got a full team now. I think it would be silly not to do, like, to give up this opportunity to work with, um, like, veteran athletes like those guys. So sat on it for a few weeks waited until I came home to talk to uh my coach back home and we just yeah we were like it would just be silly not to go with those guys because they've got so much experience they'd be able to teach me so many things and like even if it's just for a year that I'm doing team they'll be able to help me with so many things and just yeah I just couldn't give up that opportunity how cool is it that someone like Cara Saunders was like I want you on my team I don't even know how like my name came about they're like yep she seems like a great fit let's ask her um so I think it's it's quite awesome that I am on a team with those guys like three of the best athletes in Australia at least like Cara was second in the world bloody one year so it's just yeah crazy but this is where it's like I've gotten yeah it's so amazing and excuse me like when I saw that announcement I was like that is so cool because I think often you'll get teams or like super teams formed which you guys pretty much are but yeah they'll be from like all over the world or they'll be this or they'll be that and like it's you're kind of like a homegrown team and you're all so respected and thought after like particularly obviously in the whole world but like 
in Australia and like the Oceania region in particular, you're all really well known and really well like respected, as I say. How like how fun do you think this season is gonna be? I'm just excited to have training partners. <laughs> oh my gosh. That's just <laughs> that's what's the like the most exciting part for me because I don't have to suffer by myself now. We actually all get to suffer together, so that'll be nice. Um but yeah, it's like team is such a different thing because you're all, you get to like actually like express your feelings to someone who's going like feeling the exact same thing and you get to kind of bond over that and you come together and it's just yeah, I can't wait for that. That'll be it'll be really cool to do something a little bit different um but still being trying to be super competitive, which is what I like. Do you feel any pressure going in with as you say like three of the best athletes? In, in the world I suppose not yet we'll see we'll see how the season uh unfolds but I'm yeah at the moment I'm just excited to get the season rolling um go to the open with those guys in Gold Coast and yeah it, I'm just excited for how it all goes see where we go mm-hmm. so that was my next question so what is the plan training wise how are you getting together where are you going what's the plan so James and Cara both already live in the Gold Coast um, so myself and Khan are relocating there for this season. Um, also becoming like kind of back and forth between Townsville and the Gold Coast just because, you know, I'm I'm a little baby and I've never left home before. So it's a big it's a big deal for me. Um, but yeah, we'll be spending most of our time down there doing our training sessions, our team sessions um, at uh, where is it? Raw Iron is where we'll be affiliated. So we'll be doing a lot of our stuff there, and yeah, I'll just be. Gold Coast gal for a little bit. Nice. I mean, I'm jealous. <laughs> not, not of all the training you're going to have to do, but... <laughs> the I'm just excited for real beaches. We don't have real beaches up here, so... It'll be pretty special. And also, yeah. pressure-wise, you are, of course, a Mayhem athlete anyhow, but going in a team and having that Mayhem name, they're, of course, like, the most successful teams of all time, the Mayhem name... Does that put any kind of pressure on your back at all? Well, I haven't thought about it. Um, <laughs> no, you're there's not. like definitely some big shoes to fill with um, like Rich's teams and other teams as well, like having podiums many years in the past. Um, but I think like there's a fair few Mayhem teams going around. So I'm just interested to see kind of how we all go overall. Um, it'll be awesome if one of us could podium it'd be awesome if our team could podium obviously um but I think we just got to go in knowing our own levels and just try and work really well together as a team and see how we can go have you been like looking at the other team announcements that are like coming up because it's it's this time of year they start cropping up here there and everywhere yeah you paying attention to that and being like oh okay we're gonna go against them how's that feel I have yeah I have only seen one I think big one Jamie uh Jamie Simmons team so that's a really exciting one her her partner Elliot who else was there Christoph Horvath so Laura's brother and then I can't remember who their other girl was but yeah that team is yeah, going to be a, be a strong team and then oh who else is there oh there's a team also in Miami as well I can't remember what their team is as well but it's like Tola Marikino, uh Noah Olsen Matilda Garnes and then uh, another girl, I think Lana, Lana. Yeah. I'm not entirely sure. Yeah. 
Yeah, so that's also another really strong team. So the team field is pretty stacked, and yeah, it'll just be an epic competition if we can all get over there to uh, Texas. It will be so fun. Are you? You've had a bit of team experience, like what? Obviously, coming straight off of what a loser, even doing that. Is there anything you don't like about team, or that you need to learn to love? The worm. <laughs> God, that thing scarred me on our final workout. They did us dirty and brought our workout 45 minutes early with two minutes of notice. So me and our team had never practiced a worm thruster. We got to practice that on the floor for the first time. And that, yeah, scarred, scarred us. Me and Gracie were in all sorts. Vic was absolutely fine. Um, but, yeah, it, that was that was a painful workout. Mm-hmm. Yeah. As you say, you're going to have training partners. How much do you think that's going to change motivation and just training in general for you going into the season I think it's definitely going to help motivation like having someone else there keeping you accountable helping you get through the things you don't want to get through is always what I want I'm always like trying to find someone it's like oh, I do not want to do this workout you you want to come do this with me or like I'm just trying to find someone so that'll be nice to hopefully consistently have someone there um and then what was the other half of the question sorry I think just motivation in general, like how, how do you think it's going to help? So yeah, there you go. I just, yeah, I think it's just going to be super helpful, just keeping me going a little bit more because I do get to those points where I'm just like, oh, I just don't want to go to the gym today. But yeah, like having those guys there will be really great. And do you think, I know going forward, you probably don't know what's going to happen, but do you feel like this is kind of a one-off season thing? Like I can't miss out on this opportunity because of the people and then I'm going to go back individual or do you think team could be for you? So far that is the plan, going team just this year and then back to individual next year. Um, I've heard a fair few people say like that was probably like one of the best things that they've ever done. Um, But, you know, we'll just see how the season goes. Maybe I'm a team girl now, maybe I'm not. We'll see. I just remember like when I first kind of started doing some of those team comps, like we've got a comp over here, All Stars. Um, I just remember getting very angry during those. So that's why I never put myself in a team situation once it got super competitive because I just feel like I'd yell at whoever's on my team. But I think this is a little bit different having um, like such experienced athletes. I'm also the one that's going to be not yelled at, but in a way I'm the one that's going to be yelled at. They're going to be the ones teaching me things instead of me trying to yell at other people. (laughs) <laughs> I remember that because I you know, I don't compete obviously professionally but like when I've done competitions before I feel on a team you have this really kind of weird role right that it's it's not just you that's in the role it's there's a lot of different aspects going on a lot of different elements and everyone has to take either this I suppose leader or follow-up position right as in yeah. you're either the one telling everyone what to do and counting the reps, et cetera, or the, or the, or the one being told, do you think you're going to be the one being told, so to speak? I do just because like, I mean, we're all, oh, actually Khan's already experienced in the whole team thing. He was uh, with CrossFit Reykjavik last year. So he knows a lot about team. I know Kara's never really done a team uh, or much team stuff anyways. So that'll be interesting because I know she's like she's got a very strong personality and she gives off like leader vibes um so it'll be interesting like seeing how we all go who's going to take charge things like that I know I'm just probably going to be there a lot of time just 
listening and learning. Um, there might be times where I can take over, like I might know something that they don't or vice versa. Um, so, yeah, I reckon there'll be points where each one of us will kind of have a leadership role, but I can just see myself being being the follower, being being the one being teached a lot of the time. That's fair enough. Sometimes when you have people like Cara Saunders who, like, do have you... I know you haven't been doing CrossFit. Yeah, but like you haven't been doing CrossFit for a super long time in the grand scheme of things. But yeah, started and I assume maybe you started watching like old documentaries or all these stuff. Did you were you watching her and like looking up to her and now you're yeah yeah a hundred percent. Like I watched the um the first documentary I watched was watched was the Redeemed and the Dominant where her and Tia were like battling it out for that um podium. That was the first one I watched. And I can just, like, every time I watch it, I just get shit. I'm like, oh, my God, this is, like, it's wild. Like, the kind of competition that she has been to and, like, the level she's been at, it's, yeah, I'm excited. Mm-hmm. And now she does it with two tiny humans in tow. <laughs> exactly. Literally, like, next level stuff. She's got that mom strength. She does. She does indeed. Well, I, for one, am very much looking forward to seeing you guys, whether it be at Tory in the games, whatever. It's going to be super yeah. fun. I cannot let you go without asking you some quickfire questions. Go for it. Firstly, favourite lift? Favourite lift, I love a good snatch on a good snatch day. Yeah. Snatch on a good snatch day, the best. Uh, favourite overall CrossFit movement? Wall-facing handstand push-ups. Oh, said no one ever. <laughs> love I love them. Favorite benchmark wad? Diane. Nice. And normally I ask someone to build a dream team. I feel like you have got a pretty dream team going into this season. So I'm going to ask you the question, but you're not allowed to pick your current team members. (laughs) So if you could go for the dream team that aren't your current team members, who would you who would you have? I mean, I'd love to keep it. Aussie as much as possible um I think I want Maddie Sturt she's just been in the game for so long super experienced the guys is where it's hard I Jay, Jay Crouch I may as well and then we've got Baden Brown I reckon he's like if he was in his peak form that man is fit so if yeah if I could keep it all Australian I reckon that would be that would be my picks yeah. maybe eight person team next year. that would be next level <laughs> I'm petitioning for the six-person teams to come back because I think they were so fun. <laughs> it looked fun. I oh, We did do some with the All-Stars competitions I was talking about, but it's hard to program for. Yeah, absolutely. It's, yeah. It's a lot. <laughs> well, Emily, thank you so much. As I said, I'm super excited to watch this season for you guys. Uh, and I hope to, hope to see you in person or see you again soon. Absolutely. Thank you so much for having me. Of course.